Hey there, friend. Got a minute? I know you're really excited about listening to today's episode, but I got a great feeling you're going to want to hear about my latest creation, especially if you're the smart, forward-thinking kind of woman that I know you are. And if you're actively looking for ways to improve in your own self-care and wellness, consider this a sign, synchronicity, or just serendipity playing full out to bring a little clarity and fun your way. Now, you know I love to talk about self-awareness on this show because to know yourself is to bring more joy and confidence your way. So that's why I'm so excited to share with you all the deets on my latest creation, the What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz. The What's Your Divine Energy Mix quiz helps you to appreciate your unique mix of divine feminine and divine masculine energy so that you can unlock your muse method. And your Muse method is your ideal self-care and wellness pathway based on your preferences, your way of being, and your unique take on life. I've gotten so many positive reviews from quiz takers who have absolutely fallen in love with their results. They ask me things like, how did you know this about me? Which brings my heart so much joy. And I want you to fall in love with your results too. To find out what your ideal self-care and wellness pathway is, here's what you got to do. You got to go to www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash quiz to answer 11 questions. You can literally be done in five minutes or less. And once you're done taking the quiz, your results will be flying into your inbox. And trust me, you're going to love your guide. So what are you waiting for? Go take the quiz today and I'll see you on the other side of your results. Our beliefs are powerful resources. When we believe in our ability to heal, and when we believe in the ability of our healers to cure us, that belief in combination with an effective treatment for, say, conditions like depression, chronic pain, and or headaches can help produce greater wellness and reduce the overall burden of illness. So this is why so many people believe in the power of prayer, and they use prayer and their faith to cope with illness. But What happens when you can't shake those negative thoughts? Welcome to the Joyful Energetic Mama Podcast, the place where busy mamas tune in to take out the struggle from the daily work-life juggle. I'm your host, Carla Diaz. I'm a married mama of three who jumped off the hot mess express and turned in her people-pleasing ways to become your personal cheerleader and encourager of dreams. Every week, you can expect simple and actionable tips on how to improve your own health and wellness. Are you ready to shift your mindset to go from that grouchy lady that your friends put up with to the joyful mama everyone wants to keep up with? Then this is the podcast for you. This podcast is sponsored by the five days to more energy so that you'll never skip a workout again challenge. In as little as five days, you can run away with all the best tips and tricks on how to naturally boost your energy to do more of the things that you love. For more information, you can go to this podcast show notes or you can check out www.heycarladiaz.com forward slash five day challenge. See you there. Hey friends, it's Carla Diaz, your host for the Joyful Energetic Mama podcast, and welcome to another episode. It's going to be a good show today. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. And I just got to say, I love this time of year. 
And I may be partial because, yes, I'm a fall baby, but when the air gets a little cooler, you get the sweaters out, you drink your pumpkin spice latte, and I know that that probably makes me sound very basic, but I'm going to embrace my basicness. (laughs) All right, so last week we talked about probiotics and their role in creating a healthy environment in your gut. So this week, we're going to try and switch gears a little bit, and we're going to talk about the power of the mind to create wellness in our lives. So welcome to episode 18, how the power of your mind can create wellness or illness. What do you think of the following statement? Your thoughts and feelings shape the physiological processes within you to create either a state of healing and or a state of illness. So I'm going to say that again, just because it's a very long sentence, but your thoughts and feelings shape the physiological processes within you to create either a state of health and or a state of illness. So what does that statement mean? For me, basically it means that your mind is so powerful that it can influence how your body functions. So I personally think that this is fascinating because it opens up doors for you to shape your ability to heal from illness, to maintain a state of wellness, and it also allows you an opportunity to influence the outcome of certain health conditions. And that means that it's, you know, you have the power to heal beyond whatever intervention your healthcare provider can provide you with. Um, And so with that power to heal, you also have the power to achieve greater wellness. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of the mind and how it can create a state of wellness and also how it can create a state of illness. So we're going to look at how your thoughts and your feelings affect your hormones, how they affect your immune system. We're going to also kind of explore how the mind creates illness and how it manifests through what we call psychosomatic illnesses. We're going to explore how the mind creates wellness and briefly touch on the power of prayer and having faith and belief. And then we're also going to speak on the placebo effects, and I'm going to give you a powerful strategy that I've used with my clients in the past, and that's the power of imagery. All right, so let's get started. Your thoughts become things. If you believe in the law of attraction like I do, then you already know this to be true. What you focus your mental energy on is what you attract. And I like to think of it as the energy that you give is the energy you receive. So when we talk about our thoughts and feelings and how these thoughts shape our health and how our organs function, it makes me think that how understanding this and being aware of this can actually give us a powerful tool to live a healthier life. How the power of the mind affects hormones. Your thoughts and feelings can affect your endocrine system by its direct effect on your hormones. So hormones are chemicals produced by special organs and tissues in the body, and their main function is to regulate specific biological functions in your body. So let's give some examples so you can understand how this works. 
Cortisol, which is also known as the stress hormone, that gets released in greater quantities when you're feeling stressed. So dopamine is another type of hormone, and it acts on the body by increasing pleasure and motivation. So last week, we talked about how having a healthy gut could lead to a better mood. Well, that's because dopamine is one of the neurotransmitters that beneficial bacteria releases to create that sense of happiness. And if you haven't checked out last week's episode, I highly encourage you to do so because that was one of the most fascinating things for me to discover that, you know, the kind of foods that you eat actually do affect your mood. So check it out. That's episode 17, The Busy Mama's Guide to Probiotics. So another example of how your thoughts can affect your hormones is that when you're feeling positive, those thoughts actually help your body to circulate a healthy amount of serotonin to produce a sense of well-being. How the power of the mind affects the immune system. If you have highly stressful events or circumstances in your life, such as a high-level job, or if you're caring for a sick parent, in addition to juggling your own work and family life issues, your thoughts and how you cope with these situations definitely affect your immune system. So if you're stressed out and your thoughts and your sense of overwhelm, they can trigger cortisol production. And if distress is chronic in nature and it causes you to have a, say, persistently negative moody state, you know, the grouchy mama that nobody wants to put up with, then your immune system can suffer from that. But on the flip side, if you can maintain a positive mood and you learn how to manage your stress effectively, and you can do that by practicing mindfulness or meditation, then that positive mood state actually benefits you and increases your ability to fight disease and illness. So it's so true. Our beliefs are powerful resources. And when we believe in our ability to heal and when we believe in the ability of our healers to cure us, that belief in combination with an effective treatment for, say, conditions like depression, chronic pain, or headaches, that can help produce greater wellness and reduce the overall burden of illness. So that's why, you know, so many people believe in the power of prayer and they use prayer and their faith to cope with illness because that faith, that belief, it triggers biological processes to kick in to produce health. But what happens when you can't shake those negative thoughts? In other words, How does the mind create illness? So a psychosomatic illness is a physical illness that is brought on by a persistent negative mental state. So if you're chronically stressed or emotionally upset for a long time, your state of mind could be making you physically sick. So one thing that I want to make clear is that when we're talking about psychosomatic illnesses, We aren't stating that these illnesses are made up or that it's all in your head. I know that there's that common misconception, but these illnesses come about because of the prolonged effects of stress, anxiety, or depression. So some examples of psychosomatic illness are back pain, ulcerative colitis, irritable bowel syndrome, eczema, erection problems in males, and menstrual problems in women, bronchial asthma, 
tension, headaches, and tinnitus. So if you're personally suffering from any of these conditions, not only is it recommended that you seek medical counsel, but also consider how your lifestyle can be affecting these illnesses. So one thing that I've learned in my studies is that your physician, they may be treating you primarily for the symptoms of these problems, but they may not necessarily discuss or address the underlying mental states for these manifestations. So it's important to become knowledgeable on how to manage your own stress and work with a qualified coach or a therapist that can help you explore ways to alleviate the stress in your life. It's important, you guys. Stress is like the root cause of so many things. And until we take that ownership or we seek help, stress can be very overwhelming. And, you know, we don't have to live in that state. So definitely, if you can, find yourself a qualified coach or a qualified therapist that can help you to start on your own path to healing. So one of the main reasons why I started this podcast was to empower my listeners to be an active participant in the pursuit of their own well-being. So personally speaking, my own story of healing was born out of me stepping into my own power to take agency in my life decisions. You know, it was such a powerful experience for me to be proactive in my own healing. And what I discovered was once I saw how I could positively influence the course of my own life, I became happier and I became energized. So that's my wish for you, to believe in your own power to heal and effect positive change in your life. How can the mind create wellness? Positive emotions are linked to healthy biological changes. So let's say that again, because it's so true. Positive emotions are linked to healthy biological changes. And what better way to do that than to laugh and to keep laughing. So humor has been shown to produce a more robust immune system and also to lower a person's threshold for pain, which is pretty interesting. So I encourage you, like, go spend some time watching a comedy or uh, listening to your favorite comedian. There is so much healing in the power of laughter. Um... And I've even heard things like, even if you just kind of like force yourself to laugh, right? That that promotes healing as well. So for me, naturally, I laugh a lot. I laugh at my own jokes. I laugh at my own musings. Um, And I got to say, it's been working for me. (laughs) And here I am laughing again. So you know that that's true. But anyway, let's talk about the placebo effect. So the placebo effect is really an amazing example of how the power of our minds and what we choose to believe in can bring about a positive change in our health. So a placebo effect occurs when there is a lessening of symptoms or an actual curing of a disease as a result of a person's belief in the healing power of that cure. And that cure, if it's a true placebo effect, that cure is really an ineffective treatment source. So a lot of times people think the placebo effect is just fake medicine. It's, it's not that. It's basically that it's the person's expectation and the belief that that treatment is working that produces an improvement in symptoms. So 
This belief can produce positive physiological changes to relieve pain, reduce inflammation in the body, and help with depression. So you guys, did you hear that? Like, it works. The power of believing in your ability to heal or believing and giving yourself hope, allowing yourself to be hopeful can relieve pain in your body. It can reduce inflammation and it also can help you with your depression. So other conditions that respond favorably to the placebo effect include ulcers, irritable, ba- excuse me, irritable bowel syndrome, colitis, chronic pain, headache, asthma, hay fever, and high blood pressure. Before we end today's episode, I also wanted to talk to you about a powerful tool that I've used with my clients in the past. So that is the power of imagery and how it can help create wellness. So in my days as a physical therapist, I would often tell my patients who were dealing with the limitation in range of motion, let's say due to a recent surgery, so they're experiencing muscle weakness and they're experiencing pain. Well, I would tell them to imagine in their minds that they're able to bend their knee, say if they've had knee surgery, or straighten out their leg. So the reason why I would do that was because I understood that the power the power of the mind and how it could promote healing. You can use this powerful technique as well to promote healing in your own body or to reduce your stress or perception of pain. So the better you are able to imagine the change in your mind, the better your result. So this is kind of the reason like why guided med- meditation has become so popular and that's because Guided imagery taps into the power of the mind to produce a positive biological change in your body. So before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to mention that apart from believing believing in your own body's capability to heal, it's also important to quiet your mind and to develop a practice that helps you silence stressful thoughts. So whether that means taking a nap, preparing a bubble bath, or going for a walk in nature, taking care of yourself is also about giving yourself time to slow down and just relax. Remember, you deserve it. You deserve to take time out just to chill, just to decompress. In fact, that's what I tell my kids. Like when I feel like my tension and my stress is starting to rise, I will tell my kids, Mommy needs 15 minutes to decompress. It's like my favorite word. I need to decompress. And guess what? So do you. 15 minutes. It's not really a long time if you think about it, and it can do so much good to help you reset. So I encourage you to try that. Even if you can't nap, just try and go into a quiet area of your home. And I know for some of us, that's a real challenge. (laughs) Believe me, I know. I have boys. So, um... But if you can give yourself those 15 minutes just to kind of calm your mind, calm your thoughts, and just be present in your body and just take notice of everything that's happening around you, you will see your stress levels will decrease and your sense of calm will go up. So on that note, I hope that you found today's episode enlightening and also valuable because that's what I'm here for. 
It makes me so happy to know that you come to me every week for tips and trip tricks on how to not only increase your energy, but also increase your joy. Because there are so many things to be appreciative of, to be joyful for. And that's what I want for you, to focus on the good and to take your own power to acknowledge that you can heal yourself, you can have more energy, you deserve it, you can have more joy in your life, but it begins in the power of your belief. So on that note, I just want to wish you a good day. Thanks again for showing up. I'll be back next week because I love sharing. And remember, the joyful and energetic mama in me sees and honors the joyful and energetic mama in you. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe so that you're notified and never miss an episode. And of course, if you found today's topic super valuable, let me know by writing a review. If you're not quite ready to do that, you can always share this episode with your friends. And remember, if you'd like to learn more about the five days to more energy challenge, you can click on the link in the show notes for this episode or go to heycarladiaz.com forward slash five day challenge for more information. And hint, hint, it's going to be a new month. So new month means the possibility of a new challenge. So if you've been curious about taking this challenge, I encourage you not to delay. Get on it because you never know. We might have a new offer in store for you. Until next time.